On this episode of the Press Rewind Prince Lyrics Podcast, we fast-forwarded a year. It's 1978, and Prince has released his debut album, For You. He's 20 years old and still writing new songs at a pace that he'd maintained for the rest of his life. Are these songs that he considered for his second album? Are they more sketches of songs that he was trying to get out of his head to make room for new material? I'm not certain, but I feel like there's enough material here in what I'll call the 1978-79 home demo episodes. So on part one of these episodes, I'll be covering two songs with women's names as the titles, Donna and Nadira. Going back to Prince Fault, these songs were recorded either in late 78 or early 79 at Prince's home studio at his France Avenue Adina home. Similar to many of the 1976 Anderson home demos, these songs are basic guitar and double-tracked vocals. Again, likely sketches that, if Prince deemed them worthy of a potential album inclusion, would have been reworked and re-recorded at a more professional studio. Besides this very basic information, there isn't much else known about these songs, so all we have is the music, no real backstory or inspiration to help us along. It seems likely that they were inspired by women that Prince either knew or was dating. I've heard or read stories about, or I shouldn't even say stories, I've read comments where people suggested that Prince was dating a woman named Nadira, and that's who that song's about, but I couldn't really find any more information about that. So if anyone else knows more details, I'd love to hear that. In a you know, Donna is probably very similar in that vein where there's a, a, a real life person in Prince's life in 1977, 78, maybe 79 that he would have written this song for. Uh, again, no specific details. Don't know of anybody named Donna or Nadira, but they're likely based off of, of real people, real women. Donna is a pretty acoustic number that I think really had potential. It's light and breezy, maybe a bit slight lyrically, but that's kind of the the common thread between both of these songs. And that's why I think they're mere sketches of songs instead of what I would consider formal tracks. But uh, it, to me, it gives off a bit of that 70s singer-songwriter, you know, the sensitive singer-songwriter vibe that uh, I heard a lot on the radio as a kid. So for that reason, I'm I'm a fan of this track. It's it's melancholy and it's it's themes and lyrics, and I you know I think it's worth talking about. The lyrics appear to be sung from the perspective of a man who laments the unavailability of a pretty woman named Donna. He seems resigned to this fact and wishes things were different, but either does not possess the power to change things or doesn't want to get in the way of her happiness. Pretty as you can be. Donna, when will you ever see? 
when will you ever see that you belong to another man? And I think he will try to keep you any way he can. Donna, I guess it's not meant to be. Um, that's really the lyrics to the song because the second verse basically repeats that those same so same lines and sometimes he will repeat I guess it's not meant to be multiple times towards the end of the end of the song and um, so you know so the, so the sentiment is essentially communicated right there in those five lines pretty Donna who belongs to another man that Prince feels like he's gonna do what he can to keep her because well she's beautiful apparently and he's basically saying I guess it isn't meant to be for us again that's why I said very slight lyrically but I really dig the acoustic guitar I dig Prince's performance I think maybe with a more fleshed out story or some lyrics around how or why does Prince know Donna do they do they meet at some point were they friends acquaintances was it like a Jesse's girl situation where you know he was lusting after this um this other man's woman just somebody he knew casually or knew professionally or other maybe maybe somebody from you know his past maybe back when he was in high school so again not much to really talk about in terms of the lyrics besides you know what I basically already said it's, it's like I said men- melancholy because of its kind of resignation that he's never gonna be with Donna because uh, she belongs to another man so either he has to be patient and wait potentially for that relationship to end before making his move or he has to move on guess it's not meant to be kind of tells me that he's moving on the second song with a woman's name recorded around late 78 79 at prince's um, france avenue home in edina is uh, called nadira now i've seen the spelling of this song done several ways there's n-a-d-a-r-a there's n-a-d-e-r-a and there's (laughs) n-a-d-e-a-r-a i have no idea which one's correct it's not a name that i'm overly familiar with so 
if you are named Nadira or you know somebody named Nadira, please let me know which ways it's more commonly spelled. Maybe all of these ways are ways that you can spell this name. I mean, I guess that's potentially possible. Just more information about this name would be amazing because it's it's not a name that I'm super familiar with or even have ever known anybody with that name. Prince Vault spells it N-A-D-A-R-A. Whether that's right or wrong, I don't know. I'm going to stick with that because, you know, I use Prince Vault for so, so much of this information that I've been communicating in these episodes. And just to be consistent, even though it sounds like Phonetically, it would be spelled N-A-D-E-A-R-A, but uh, I don't know that. I wonder if even it could be spelled N-A-D-I-R-A. <laughs> All right, too much time being spent on the spelling of this name. So on this track, you know, it, I think it's, it has a, a very similar theme to Donna. It's infatu- seemingly infatuated with a woman. He's expressing more nervousness and, and fright with you know, knowing her or being around her. The lyrics are, when I first looked into your eyes, That's when I knew that I wanted you. You may not remember, but I was so nervous. I didn't know what to do. But you, you were so cool. And you made me feel like a fool. Oh, dear, now that you know I love you, baby, what are you gonna do? so cool that you made me feel like a fool oh nadira now that you know i love you baby what are you gonna do oh nadira now that you know i love you baby what are you gonna do so this uh this nervousness this you know kind of scared feeling that he's expressing here you may not remember but i was so nervous i didn't know what to do is not something I would that I would consider unexpected from a young man when confronted with a woman that his whose beauty he's fi- he basically finds intimidating I get the sense that the character Prince is singing from in the song is actually intimidated by Nadira's uh, either beauty or just her presence her aura something about her intimidates him and that's why he's scared and that's why he expresses he's scared and the way he, that he sings these these lyrics, it's like he's having a conversation with Nadira and looking back in the past at maybe how they first met or, you know, kind of relating a story about their first meeting. He admits to being a, a bumbling, blabbering idiot around her. But her reaction, her coolness, when confronted with all this youthful awkwardness that you know, basically elevates her status in his eyes even further. You were so cool, he says. You made me feel like a fool. 
And I, what I get from that is you made me feel like a fool basically for being so, so scared and so nervous. Like there was no reason for me to feel this way. I think he's saying, because you were just so cool that I had no reason to, to be as nervous as I was. And with the chorus being, oh, no, Nadira, now that you know I love you, baby, what are you going to do? I get that he's now admitted to her that he loves her and waits for her response, her reaction. So it's like he's dropped this bomb on her lap, and what are you going to do about it? <laughs> so, um, I, Again, if I'm trying to put the performance of this song in a timeline of a relationship, it's after they've met, obviously. And after they've spent some time together, because again, he's relating back to a, a story you may not remember, but I was so nervous. So now that, that happened in the past. And there's been some, either some dating, like they've been dating for a little bit. Or potentially he's expressing love because he wants to date her, wants her to take him seriously as a potential boyfriend or mate. But I really don't know where they're at in this this relationship. Is she is she taking this completely aback? Like, oh shit, I had no idea <laughs> that she loved me. What wow. That's that's quite the proclamation now that I have to deal with. Or is she kind of expecting this from him? Um, based off of maybe some sort of romantic relationship that they've been fostering for some period of time and he has expressed this love to her and she's like okay i love you too and uh or maybe they you know maybe they're talking about taking the next step moving in together or um i mean i doubt getting married but potentially why not something a little more serious when you declare your love for somebody you're expecting some sort of response back and that's that's where Prince basically leaves it. It's a it's a really short song. It's less than two minutes long. So again, basically just a sketch. Could have went somewhere. But I just don't think that either of these songs were ever designed to really be much more than just ideas that he had. Or maybe songs that he wrote for these women. Or maybe he recorded them. Kind of felt like they weren't worth sharing or he was too embarrassed or shy to share them with the women so he just kind of filed them away there they sat for decades and decades So what do you think of these tracks? Do you think that they had potential? Or were they basically best left in the vault? Which technically they still are. These are unreleased tracks. So I imagine these would have been or would be included in some sort of either For You or Prince, you know, deluxe edition where they tried to shoehorn some early tracks onto those releases. If that were to ever happen, I mean, who knows if that will ever happen. Well, who knows if these will ever see the light of day outside of, you know, the unofficial means that I'm hearing them and now you're hearing them. The The melodies are pretty. The guitar playing's pretty. Prince's singing is, is pretty. It's just very light. 
in terms of um, content. Prince would name many songs after women's names. Uh, you know, we have a forthcoming vault track from the Dirty Mind era named or titled Lisa. Just in the 80s alone, and 70s and 80s alone, I can think of Bambi, Annie Christian, um, Darling Nikki, Ballad of Dorothy Parker, Cindy C, Anesthesia, Vicky Waiting. <laughs> I mean, there's there's more, I'm sure. Then uh, moving on, you know, you have songs like Dion and Chelsea Rogers and Valentina and Dinner with Dolores. So women's names and titles of songs, either as titles by themselves or incorporated with other words to be the title of the song is definitely not anything um, unusual for Prince. Two of these 1978-79 France Avenue home demo episodes, I'll be touching on a few tracks. Baby, 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 Down a Long Lonely Road, and Miss You. I previously covered the women's name songs, Donna and Nadira, so now we've moved on. We've got a few more songs to cover. We're back in Prince's home. He's probably about 20 years old when he's recording these home demos. His debut album has already come out. And, you know, it wasn't a, an enormous crossover success. However, it did give him some attention on the R&B or black radio stations. Specifically, the song Soft and Wet did, um, did pretty good on the R&B charts. Uh, minimal crossover success, but he, he had gained a little bit of a following from his debut album. So he's got some momentum to um, that he wants to make sh- make sure that he capitalizes on for his second album so he's back at home kind of noodling around on his guitar scatting a little bit uh, impromptu lyrics a lot of these songs feel just more like sketches than actual songs which is something i've said before about some of these france avenue songs the first one baby 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 i debated even covering it because there really aren't any lyrics to speak of it's it's you know a very short guitar based song again prince is kind of like just scatting over his guitar that uh, you hear him sing in the song are baby 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 surely you must know how bad I want to be with you that's that's really all he says in the song and then it's just guitar playing so you know it's just him expressing a desire to be with somebody Uh, it's it's kind of like one of those songs that you imagine somebody would be playing in their living room when they're trying to impress a house guest (laughs) potentially trying to impress a woman that he's brought home surely you must know how how bad i want to be with you 
somebody could just say that to another person and the sentiment is the same but when you sing it to him maybe that's the the ace in the hole for prince is he can he can create a song saying something that most people would only be able to just tell them using their words and not uh singing it with some really cool guitar playing in the background so it's uh <laughs> the guitar playing's on point man like the only reason why i really wanted to cover this song is because i wanted to share it <laughs> with everybody on the episode Enjoy it for what it is, but there's not much here. on to uh, down a long lonely road it's to me it's similar to baby 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 in that there are barely any lyrics and it's barely a song he repeats a single line multiple times in the song he says down a long lonely road I've been crying looking for someone to care down a long lonely road I've been crying looking for someone to care and he says that over and over again so that's the gist of the lyrics for this quote-unquote song so in this one the sentiment is very different than in baby 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 where he's just kind of like trying to pick somebody up here it's the sentiment is one of you know despair and loneliness and prince is showing quite a bit of vulnerability here in this this one line that we get so he's really Traversing the spectrum of his emotions from horny young man to lonely young man. And um, I guess like if you're thinking of this song and how it might pertain to music that he ended up releasing around this time. I, I suppose songs like So Blue off of For You or Still Waiting off of his self-titled Prince album would likely be similar they would have the the most like spiritual connection to each other just based off of the sentiments uh saying about in all three of these songs loneliness despair vulnerability and a bit of and a touch of sadness this is what we get from those songs now what he could have done with down a long lonely road and that that uh, one line and then turning that into something deeper I don't know if there's anything there but I'm not aware of him turning the song into anything more than just what it was and that was a very short less than two minute little guitar track with him repeating this line over and over again 
And who knows, maybe this was the genesis for a song like Still Waiting. So the third song then I'm going to cover for the, the second half of these France Avenue demo songs is, is a song that's titled Miss You. Uh, this is really the most fleshed out of the three. It also has the longest runtime at about two minutes, which still is a very short song, but when we're talking compared to Baby 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 and Down a Long Lonely Road, it is the longest. And in this song, it's also, um, you know, a very slow kind of melancholy sounding guitar song, guitar bass song. And Prince starts listing off all the things that he misses. I miss the time we made love under the stars. I miss the summer breeze. I miss those big old fancy cars. I miss the blue skies. I miss the water and dew. But most of all, baby, I miss you. Oh, I miss you. And he repeats that a few times. I miss you. So in this song, he seems to be telling us a story or at least giving us a clue that he's no longer somewhere that he had been prior when he was with this person that he's singing about. So I'm kind of like imagining him on vacation with this woman. Maybe he met her there. Maybe they went on vacation together. And it's like this memory is tied to their experience together. Maybe he was living with her someplace that he, you know, is not used to. And that's why all these imagery, this imagery of oceans and summer breezes and water is inserted here. Cause it's not, you know, your typical Minneapolis location. Um, I mean, considering the time frame that this was written 78, 79, I'm also getting like the opening of Greece vibes. <laughs> <laughs> where two people uh, meet on vacation, you know, they're, they're near the ocean. And so like all of her, like I said, all of his memories of her are tied up with this one physical location, which is why he keeps singing about it. And, you know, talking about how he misses the ocean and the summer breeze and the blue skies and the water and the dew. Of course, he also says missing the time they made love under the stars and big old fancy cars, but that's less tied to a physical location. Either of those things can occur anywhere, I suppose. So, you know, I mean, it's just all very tangled up. Like, 
all these memories are tangled with this person and his experience with her. Uh, he attempts to describe it here in the song, but, you know, we're really just left to our own imagination as far as um, what he's talking about, where he's talking about. And also, it's left to our imagination why he's no longer with her. Uh, and why he's feeling this nostalgic, uh, melancholy feeling towards her about missing her. Like, what happened? Did, you know, did they break up? Was it just a fling? Was it a situation where he had no choice and had to leave her behind? Or vice versa? Maybe there's some regret in the lyrics, too. Like, maybe he's regretful of how things turned out. He still thinks about her. I miss you, he says, and that's what the song is basically titled, Miss You. Not to be confused by the, the Rolling Stones song, which came out <laughs> very around the same time. Um, you know, I, I, of the three, the songs that I just covered here after the, the women's name songs, this is my favorite, largely because it's the most like an actual song. And I just like the way he performs it. And I like the, the slow guitar playing and, and the way he's able to emote, you know, his, the feelings of missing somebody by writing a song that matches that feeling and that emotion. So the music and the, and the lyrics definitely pair up well together, in my opinion. So that is essentially all I have to say about these last three songs from the 7879 France Avenue home demo recordings none of them obviously found their way onto the Prince album which would come out later in 1979 none of them were ever finished in a way that were deemed worthy of a b-side and I don't believe he ever even offered any of these songs or you know finished them enough to offer them to someone else like unlike some of the songs that we had talked about previously from his 76 home demos or stuff that he had recorded in 77 using um, his brand new drum machine. So these songs kind of get tossed aside and forgotten because of, you know, their lack of lack of connection to anything tangential, you know, some associate or an album or an album cycle for that matter. They're just kind of like really stripped down basic demos. They're cool to listen to. I don't know if um, they're the most deep songs or even really worth dissecting much more than just talking about them and and uh, communicating what the, the lyrics are so that way we can kind of get a feel for, again, what the what are the topics Prince was singing about around this time? Relationships, mostly. Donna, Madeira, Miss You, Baby, 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 and even Down a Long Lonely Road, you can kind of tie that to a relationship. Looking for someone to care, he says. So we, we kind of know what, where Prince's wheelhouse is around this time. So when he's writing songs around this time, it's, it's really heavily relationship-focused. And singing about, you know, his his experiences with with women and um, dating, and infatuation, and sexual attraction, and this is really what he was most comfortable writing songs about. This would change soon, 
but for 78-79, that's still pretty much where he was, where his head was at, where his creativity lied. It was in songs about relationships. So as I alluded to, this would this would change soon. The first two albums of his career and then the demos surrounding it are very much focused on this topic, but it wouldn't take much longer before Prince would start branching out his uh, his lyrical focus and will soon be getting into that dirty mind phase and that dirty mind era and we'll we'll check out what is uh, unreleased from this era which isn't a lot but there's some there's some interesting things there so thanks again for listening that'll do it for this episode of the press rewind prince lyrics podcast i've been your host jason brenninger you can find the show pressrewind.net that's the host site and uh, basically most social media platforms look up press rewind or prince lyrics podcast and you can find it and until next time thank you very much peace